Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's Saturday night, Saturday night special. We sat down with uh, Sheriff Marco, and we sat down with HRP, and we gave them our outline of the show tonight, and we discussed the best way to go about the Saturday night show. So this is now the approved Saturday night show. So Matt, let's kick off our new our new show. All right. Love your background. Hey Marco, you ready for the totally awesome coolest show ever? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. D A D A. Oh wait, Corbin's pissed. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, if you want to know why we run late today, it's all Corbin's fault. He was crying, and I was uh, just drinking up. Cold. Just joking, Matt. Let's. We will get to that. It's Warning: the, news, the following video contains material that some viewers may find harmful or could be traumatizing to some audiences, and doesn't reflect the opinion of Renovision. Viewer discretion advised. Does anybody know what that song is from? Anybody in the chat, let us know what song that show is from, or what show that song is from. It's probably it's probably called. But I don't know how to type that. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a pretty jam-packed show. We've got a special guest coming on in about an hour. So we're going to kick off the news. Um, and hopefully by the time we finish news, our guests will be here. And then we got our worst covers. We've brought back a couple segments that we're not allowed to have. So this is all forbidden it. stuff. You guys are, you guys, by showing up to the live, you are partaking of the forbidden fruit. Yes, so please, please don't tell Pete or Marco. Because what happens is after every show, we have to cut stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. Everyone's talking about Mr. James Gunn. So, oh, look at this. That's so quick. Damn. Private dating chat. Nice. My bad. So. Listen, yes, I was no. going to leave you a private dating chat, but when you post in there three times, then you got to yeah. go. Don't get too it's pushy. Yeah. Right? Yes, nobody, likes, nobody likes a pushy woman, right? There is actually an outline to this show, and Matt and I sit and prep and, and get everything out. We make the slides. We have an outline, so yes. Is that Alec Baldwin? Yep. What's up, Cherokee? Is that Alec Baldwin? <laughs> What's up, my Nathan? Yes, there is a madness or a method to our madness, I guess you would say, right? What's up, Air Tech? Tyson, what's up, buddy? Mr. Tyson, hello, hello, hello. What up? The best intro ever. <laughs> but yeah, James Gunn promises to balance his DC universe with popular and obscure characters. The new CEO of DC Films responded to fans' questions on Twitter about his plans for the DCU's slate of upcoming projects when asked by a Twitter user about whether he would uh, 
produce projects with lesser known DC characters or focus on established Justice League superheroes, Gunn promises the best of both worlds. We'll be focusing on the most well-known and some lesser-known characters simultaneously, Gunn said. So what's a lesser-known DC well character known that... Blue that Beetle. Uh, I was going to say uh, Superhero Static Shock. I, th- I thought I saw an announcement that Blue Beetle is still on the slate. Blue Beetle is, yes. It is still remains. It has not been canceled yet. Yeah, Blue Beetle. There's there's an example for you. Um, his see. brother, he's Calendar Man, right? Well, I was saying last night on Absolute Geek when we were talking about this, like I think the best way for James Gunn to go about that is to focus more on lesser known characters and leave like your Batman and your Superman and your Wonder Woman and all of your JLA characters as like looming in the background as like bigger like they're referenced but you don't see them that often they don't have their standalone movies and it's only when you get to like your big event movie like doomsday or like you have that world ending event that they actually are more present characters it just gives them that a little bit more of a special feel than redoing another batman or redoing another superman you know after we've had so many of those movies i'd like ezra's input i want to hear what ezra miller has to say about all this Um, He probably has three different opinions on it. It depends on the hour. Each of them should... Depends on the hour or the substance. Damn, I don't have Ezra's soundbite anymore. You want to fight? He's he's out there hunting. (laughs) That's what what Ezra's input is. You want to fight? You want to fight, man? (laughs) I hope they do Beef Eater. Oh, Ezra's down for Beef Eater. Beef eater. That would be kind of um, cool. More, you're going to get more arms fall off, guy? Probably. Will we get, uh, will yeah. we get Watchmen crossovers? I hope not. <laughs> Let's see. Viking um, Commando. I wouldn't mind seeing Hot Girl. What about. Plastic Man. Plastic Man would be a good one. Oh, uh, the question. You gotta do a real good detective movie with the question. Is his is Nemesis answer? Mm-hmm. Good well, one. No deal. Good one, Hartman. Detective Chimp. Nope he's he's still not approved. He's still on a wanted list, so we still have to yeah. keep him hidden under wraps. I say things. Me too. You're not good. <laughs> Dead man. Brosifer. Uh well, HR is looming. They're always we're being told they're always looming. They are looming. We did a pretty good intro for HR today, so what if there's a mole? What if Harvin's a mole? I'm not a mole. <gasps> Would a mole do this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we can't see what you're doing. <laughs> I was about to change my avatar. Captain Connor. We should do it like this. You see me? Hartman's diming us out to the to the man. The money Damn ain't it. good enough. The money isn't existent to do it. Matter eater lad. There's a lot of good obscure resurrection man characters they could use. Butt man. 
I would like to see them reinterpret the guy, the villain from the uh, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie whose head looked like a ball sack. <laughs> Let's get that guy back. If they end up rebooting like Flash with a new character or something, it would be cool if they did the trickster. I know they did it in the Flash show, but like an actual movie, that'd be actually cool. Well, I think they're full on. I, I have a feeling they're full on rebooting and everyone's going to to be bounced out because they already cut. They're cutting Aquaman's reshoot budgets. Um, it, the fans are already saying, why even bother putting out Flash? They, they shit can't have Henry Cavill, so they're not moving forward with him. Flash is going to start it all over. That was a real so moment. they're going to, they're going to, and James Gunn said he's going younger for Superman. So they're already, it's pretty much, I think they're trying to wash. <clears throat> I heard it's Hartman. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why he won't come on screen. Yeah. What? He's got to protect his secret Superman. identity. <laughs> Hi, Nathan says. Hartman is Pete and Pete is Hartman. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't I don't think I don't think I'm Hartman. I mean they're Pete. one and the same. You don't think you're Hartman? Shit, yeah, you're, you're arguing just yeah, they're right there. I'm not Hartman. I'm Pete. I mean, I'm not Pete. I'm Hartman. This is Renovation. Hey, hey should we just, <laughs> just like... start making DC porn? Make it canon, go hard, go deep. There it is. <laughs> Show that should be James Gunn's new slogan. Go hard, go Fight deep. Fighting crime, back to the lab. Fighting crime. We're gonna go hard and we're gonna go deep. I mean, if wife is hot, I wouldn't mind seeing a sex tape of them too. Yeah, she's the new wife. Phil Coulson. She's in everything. Uh, I hope is, so. Is Turd still in Aquaman? I heard she is. Amber Turd, and I heard she's been cut. I heard all her scenes got cut. Yeah. So they're cutting her. They're cutting Superman. She, uh, during the tr- during her case, it was cut down to like ten minutes, and then. After the after the verdict came down, they cut all of it. Chris Pratt is Aquaman, right? <laughs> it's a me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Zoe Zeldana is Aquaman. There you go. Zatanna wouldn't be a bad one either. Ooh, Zatanna! Now you're talking. Gotta love those fishnets. Yes. So, I I'm gonna go with in in gun we trust. We kind of have to, but for at what point though? Like, I'm worried that we sit, we're sitting here getting super hyped about James Gunn, and then he has this, he has this innate ability to kind of do the same thing over and over again to where James Gunn's style gets old after a while. So, is it going to be that we're going to sit here in a few years and say the same thing? Like, oh, the DCU sucks. Well, he's not going to write every movie, so he might do like he's rewriting Superman. He's writing Superman. So we might get his style, but it's not going to be everything. I'm just even Maybe it'll be darker him being like in charge of it. It's, I guess it just really depends on how much is he going to be behind the camera in in the writer's room, or how much is he just going to be big boss delegator? You know, we've only seen him do villains, though, right? I mean, it's in DC. Well, you've seen him do Guardians of the Galaxy, DC. You know, the uh, Suicide <laughs> Squad, Suicide Squad. Oh. But we haven't seen him do anything. Peacemaker. Using, Peacemaker like, was heroes. good. They're all anti-heroes. But I think Peacemaker's success is more contributed to John Cena than it is James Gunn. I think the intro. I think I think without John Cena playing that, if anyone other than John Cena played that character, I don't think it's as big of a hit as it is. 
Dude, I'll agree partially. Dude, that would be kind of cool. The intro really does hook you. Has he ever been in a position to oversee talent versus be the talent? I don't think he has. I don't think so either. So I think, I mean, this is a new thing for him. The Rock quit following uh, Black Adam last night The on Instagram. Black Adam oh, and no. Warner Brothers. That shit's fuck. He's pissed. That's why he's like, fuck them. Fuck them. You know, there's a like what he smells. Derby 501 says, I know WB screwed Snyder over at this point in the DCEU. It's been terrible stories that really wouldn't have mattered if Snyder's verse was restored. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think point. anybody wanted Snyder verse restored. I would have liked to see the uh, Affleck story. Batman. I think James Gunn is going to be uh, a breath of fresh air. We'll see. How many cat? Like, how many movies will he cast his brother? <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. Every yeah. fucking movie. He's got a secret on him. And I think as every movie goes in the DCU, his brother's role will get more and more pivotal. And then he'll be the main superpower. So he'll start out as like a Lex Luthor henchman, and then by Superman like five, he'll be the new Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> He just slowly just escalates every movie. Every movie, his hair gets a little bit thinner and shorter until <laughs> he just is Lex Luthor. Then his whole family gets involved. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, he'll cast his wife. As his wife will get in there. And he'll be Superman himself. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Jimmy. thinking earlier. He'll be Jimmy Olsen. You'll see Superman written by James Gunn. Cut. By James I gotta redo Gunn. my line. Starring James Gunn. James Gunn. Produced yeah. by James Gunn. James Gunn plays everybody. It's a whole <laughs> lot of gun in the studio. <laughs> There's a whole lot of fun in this gun. Or fun with this gun. <laughs> the cast is fully cocked. The gun family. Uh, but speaking on The Rock, everything had fallen so neatly into place for Henry Cavill's return as Superman that it almost felt a little too perfect. Of course, as we know now, after the roller coaster events of the last 24 hours, it was simply too good to be true. The pieces slotted together in near-perfect uh, synergy to build up to a long-awaited return for the DCU's uh, Kryptonian Dwayne Johnson's ex-wife business partner, Seven Bucks co-founder Diane, uh, Denai Garcia, is also Cavill's manager with the production company producing Shazam, which featured a henry list Superman cameo in Black Ad- uh, and a Black Adam. On top of that, Johnson spent years fighting and arguing with Warner Brothers over the decision to welcome the Man of Steel back into the uh, folds. And all it took was a corporate merger and regime change for him to get his wish. Everything, everywhere the rock went, he uh, uh, begged up Kevil, or, uh, bigged up Kevil's return and the role he and his team played in it, which has backfired spectacularly after James Gunn confirmed the shared universe is getting a new Superman. <laughs> Oh man! Which there's also a lot of talk that DC is pissed at The Rock and is telling him to shut up and quit talking about Henry Cavill. And they're almost to the point where they said that The Rock was holding him hostage and using that as a bargaining chip to to propel his own status in the DCEU to make him the the new like leader of the DCEU and make Black Adam that new jumping on point. And that's what the whole like. 
I guess they're saying that the whole hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change was the rocks personal slogan for everything. And he forced it on everybody. And basically they're pointing fingers at him saying, this is all your fault. And now we want nothing to do with you. With the rock falls, <laughs> that photo, he's grabbing his leg really hard. To get him to you know, the rock is a businessman uh, first and foremost, you know, he's a personality. He makes his own face, his brand. And, you know, he's pushed really hard to kind of take over the DCEU. And I think, I think there's lots of people making that play. James Gunn made that play. And there's a lot of money to be made if we can finally get good adaptations of these properties. Uh, yeah, of course, they're going to they're gonna vilify and demonize The Rock because he's the losing party. You know, he lost on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> he, like he made he made a play and it didn't go his way so now everyone's gonna point fingers at him and say hey you screwed this all up but he was making a play he had a vision and warner brothers discovery didn't go with that vision they went with james guns and so now he's the fall guy but can't blame the guy for trying he was trying to make some make some headway make a play for things that he thought the fans wanted you know i don't know that anybody was like don't bring Cavill back. I think a lot of people were excited for his return. And I, I personally was excited for his return. And then he got and, canned. Uh, I kind of agree. And, with then, you. and then it all fell apart. And so now it looks like the rock has egg on his face for, for putting that all together, even though James Gunn had this other plan in motion already. Well, I mean, it is so. kind of shitty for Cavill though. Cause they tell him to announce his comeback. So he does. And then if in October and then two months later, they're like, Oh, we're not going to bring you back. Sorry. And he had, you know, he dropped the Witcher, the Witcher, which on his contract, he couldn't be in anything else if he was doing the Witcher. So he dropped the Witcher to go back to Superman, a character he loves, only to be told, nah, hit the showers, kid. You're going to ride the pine pony, pal. And then <laughs> now he's got to figure, now he can't go back to the Witcher because they already recast Liam Hemsworth in that well, role. I don't, so I don't think he was excited to go back to the Witcher. He was fighting with the production over their adaptation of the stories and he kept having to fight with them on, on staying true to the source material. So I don't, I don't think he was eager to go back. Plus he got really injured on the set of the Witcher. Not that that would stop him from. Oh, doing yeah, I heard he spoke. No, <laughs> no, it was, it was like he tore, he tore um, some ligaments or something in his leg, but um, now he's, he's got another groin getting in and out of the giant tub. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got his other project he's doing a warhammer a warhammer series movie. for amazon which he's a big warhammer nerd paints those little figurines and plays the mm -hmm. game all the time so this is a dream job for him yeah it's amazing like he is a nerd to his core he's a huge like you said warhammer fan he likes to paint the miniature he's a big gamer and D i think he plays D D too so it's like he's He's just chilling. I just say give the man a, a white wig and make him a Targaryen and bring him to season two of House of Dragon. Pass. Yeah. WB is being WB. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, Pretty that's much. true. But all right. And our last I, still, James Gunn I just news. still don't know what qualifies James Gunn to be like this all-knowing being in DC. Uh, Superman Marvel. fans are not happy with James Gunn. But hashtag fire James Gunn is trending following Henry Cavill's Superman cancellation. It was. Oh, it was. grow a pair. 
You know, it's it's funny to me that Twitter Twitter trending topics are even news, but whatever. <laughs> of course, of course, people are not happy. Henry Cavill is is a fan favorite, and it's it's a bummer. Like it's a bummer that he it's, he gave up The Witcher to be Superman, and then he doesn't even get to be Superman. But I, see, I don't want him to be Sentry because I don't want him to go to Marvel and automatically play another Superman s character. I'd like to see him as Doom or some along those lines or maybe Beast. Yeah, Beast would be good, but I, I definitely don't want to see Sentry. You just want to see that Mission Impossible mustache, don't you, Matt? Absolutely. I want it to be super CGI'd on there, too. <laughs> the <laughs> mustache that took down WB. So like, if he moves, it's still in place. The mustache that took down DC. So. So I guess that's enough of James Gunn. He's going to do what he wants to do. And you know what? We're all going to be applauding him. Mark my words. You think we're going to be be applauding him? Yeah, we'll be applauding him. We will. James Gunn. I think you get a couple, maybe two or three movies before. Before the magic wears off? Yeah, before it gets old. I think it's going to be like Marvel now. I guess it all no it all really just depends on how much he's gonna be involved in it, like Kyle was saying. It just I think the less he's involved and the more he's like the boss, the better. And as long as he's not trying to direct every single movie. But you you gotta think if this is his baby project, he's gonna tap himself to direct the first movie that they're gonna release under his new universe. Like of course. who's he gonna hand it off to? Ben Affleck? Peacemaker was no, so no, damn you good, gotta though. take control of that. Okay. You but set the standard for what you want, you know. The one thing I don't really want is like ironic takes of Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Like let's let's not do 84. Let's not do So are they going to are they going to let him do like rated R shit or We well, really don't sure. know. They haven't I don't think Maybe. they're I don't think they're like Disney and Marvel that have that PG thirteen standard. I think they can pretty much go. I mean, that could. I mean, they let they let Zack Snyder take it very, very dark. So I don't think they're going to have a problem with that, except for the money making part. If it's if it's uh, Superman or you know a a flagship property, they they'll lose a lot of money if it goes R rated. It'd probably be rated R on TV shows or Joe's Doolin's going hard saying if gun directs, we're looking at two to three years before there would be something to actually talk about. But we've talked about Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, except, for, except for that it's on HBO Max or or whatever they're gonna call well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a series, but it was a hit. Yeah, to a limited audience. And that's the thing, is like is there is there a broader appeal? Does James Gunn ha- have the broader appeal? Or is he trying I, to appeal to the older audience? Well, well you got to think his his two fortes in like Sam was saying, his two fortes into the DC were HBO Max because Suicide Squad was a direct HBO Max movie, and then so is Peacemaker. So he hasn't really we haven't really seen what he can do on the big screen as far as having full control of these characters because at some point you got to think that if they're following the Snyder verse outline, it was, here's what we're expecting. Here's where you can go with it. Now he's the one saying, here's where I can go with it. So it's kind of 
he's got all control. The balls are all in his court now, and he's hoarding them all. Did he create Brightburn, or did he just direct it? No, he just produced it. His brother, his brother wrote it. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know that, what that. It's part of the escalation. <laughs> um, could we see anything with that movie coming into play? No. I know people are saying yeah. it was the Superman, the evil Superman. If it was a Superman, it was a Superman parody essentially, but not I a funny. It was, one. It was a his dark brothers movie. wrote it. It was done by Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn, and he just, just he just <laughs> produced it. Yeah, he EP'd. Hey, Jared, we wrote a movie. All right, I'll produce it. <laughs> All right, let's make it. Let's do it. Tyson yeah, wants to know if we'll have Wonder it. Woman in bondage. That we already have Wonder Woman in bondage. That's her whole shtick. She runs around with a lasso and she whips people with it. So and all he she makes is rated R movies besides Guardians. What's that? that? All he's making is rated R movies besides the Guardians. Yeah. Slither. Um, I mean, it's a pattern. Oh, he! I didn't know he directed Super. Yeah. The, Didn't he direct Memento too, as well? That no, super no. like no. violent Rain Wilson uh, superhero no movies with Elliot Page. Lollipop Chainsaw. I think Dolphin he'll do Man just Battle fine. of the Sex Lobsters. Sounds like a promising movie. Anything with Velco Sex Lobsters is a promising movie. So as long as the lobsters are nude. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't Aren't think they usually. Yeah, no, they're in a shell. <laughs> well, I know a guy who makes clothes for lobsters, so not all of them. That man is a sad little man. Then <laughs> that man is Hartman. Is his, is his name Hartman or Cardi? No, his name Hartman. Lobster man. His name is Lobster Man. Lobster Man, Mr. Lobster Man. He, he makes. He makes he makes sweaters for lobsters. His name is Lobster Arbis. His name's Har Lobster. Last month's longtime Pokemon anime protagonist Ash oh Ketchum, God. or I'd like to call him Ash Ketchup, oh, no. Ash Ketchup, finally became the top trainer in the world after defeating I don't know how to pronounce that. Garl Galar Galar champion Leon in the Master Eight tournament. It was the culmination of 25 years arc for the anime with Ash and his partner, Pokemon Pikachu, finally being crowned the champions after years of crushing defeats. Now that Ash, <laughs> Ash has accomplished what he set out to do that first episode back in 1997, what's next for him and Pikachu? It sounds like a walk into the sunset as it's just been announced that Pokemon's next season of the Pokemon anime will introduce two brand new central protagonists in his stead. Bye, ass ketchup. It's been real. I mean, it's yeah. kind of weird though, because I mean, like, that's when you when you think of Pokemon, that's what you think of. Like, what? what <clears> it's going to be, be hard for the very best to that's truly I mean. introduce new characters and people to accept it, because you know that's a long stretch. That's like, and then saying, you know, we're gonna do. I mean, it's maybe like Pokemon years. He maybe probably can't have kids now. Maybe huge Pokemon. He's 10 years old, Hartman. He's been 10 years old for 25 years. Yes. So Maggie Simpson, Simpson has been Tom two years old of, for how long? Pokemon. But I just, it's kind of a bummer, I think. Well, he's going out on a high note. Good for him. 
What well, they should be the job. last episode is him as an old man, and it was actually him telling the story to his kids. <laughs> yeah, and then boys. he starts breaking into the song. Pika, pika. Pika, I wanted to be <laughs> the very best. Like no one ever was. Pika, Pika. Yeah. And then, and then he waved his test. hand, and it was Mewtwo the whole time. To train <gasps> them was my cause. I traveled across the lands, searching pika, pika, pika. far and wide. I think it's just kind of a bummer. I mean, they're they're the, the face of it. Yeah. Well, Pikachu sure is. Goal. He accomplished his goal. He became the greatest Pokemon or Pokemon the trainer in the world. Yeah. What they say? Yeah. He pitched five he come to America. Master, and it took him twenty-five. Yeah, he's a slow learner. <laughs> well, you know. I th- I predict that in two to three years, once James Gunn falls apart, Ash will step in to take over. <laughs> Ash will be the new face of DC. <laughs> so it'll rise from the ashes. Nice. See what I did? There? <sighs> oh, you're right, Matt. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's how sad you are that uh, Ass Ketchum is uh, Ass Ketchup is leaving. Ass Ketchup, yep. Yeah. Ass Ketchup is. What leaving. are we gonna do now? Get some hemorrhoid cream for that ass ketchup. Yeah. Preparation H does feel good on the whole. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Evil. Uh, Wednesday fans uh, prove Emma Myers would be the perfect Spider Gwen. Fans oh my gosh, did you guys see the fan art? Wednesday's so breakout star, long. Emma Myers, bring fan favorite Marvel character, Spider Gwen, to life in the live action project. Fan it's like they have good. FOMO. They have FOMO of missing out on an actress. I don't think she... I, I really think the chick from House of Dragon is a better choice. When they when they did the mock-up of her as Spider-Gwen, I thought she was a better choice. I like her. I'm going to go with this girl. Yeah. Like there she's was little hot blondes. She's not even blonde, though. She's actually a brunette. But she 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 pulls it off being a blonde. Like, yeah, she's a blonde. She's wearing blonde hair. Joe says, "I thought they liked forehead from House of Dragons." <laughs> forehead. Like, I think she looks so much better, Spider Gwen. Where's the fan art of Emma? That's Spider Gwen. Oh, let me pull some up here. I mean, she's doing great in a turtleneck. Dude, she was awesome in uh Wednesday was such a great show. Yeah, she did a good job. Really have a turtleneck like that. Tyson sees the way I would choose Emma Myers. I do I do have a question about Wednesday if we have a time while Matt's finding pictures. Yeah, go for it. Why would Wednesday care if people were being murdered? Cause she wants in. She loves it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, think, I think this is a this is a good pick. It's a great pick. I think so too. I would put I would put Matt's choice as a second I'm, or third runner up. I'm Millie Eilock all the way. Let's go. Emma versus House of Dragons forehead chick. <laughs> My forehead chick. I don't. <laughs> Which, 
Yes to That's Emma. That's what we should have named the show. Yes to Emma. <laughs> That's the no. name of our new band. Yes to Emma. Forehead from House of Dragons to Chicks should be Spider Gwen. <laughs> That's. But I, I like her like as Spider Gwen. But maybe next week. Maybe next week. That's what we'll call Forehead from House of Dragon Chick. As Spider Gwen. As Spider Gwen. That's a great fan cast. I think so too. And she killed it in Wednesday and. I just, and she's Hartman. What she you did, making back there, buddy? The I'm not making it. I'm moving. I'm slightly moving. Like, <laughs> sounds like you're like cutting weight or something or opening peanuts. I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not opening anything. You're not on that treadmill. I don't hear any panting. <laughs> I'm off the treadmill now. All right, thanks. Go ahead, Matt. Batman and Spawn number one might set the precedents needed to revitalize DC and Marvel Iconics crossover. It was good, but I don't know how it's going to affect Marvel. Too Tyson, it was awesome. You don't think this is what this is what DC needs? I mean, it's like I said, it was a good first issue. But I don't know how it would affect Marvel and make them want to be like, oh, we need to cross over with DC now. Like, I just, I think I need to see more from Batman Spawn. I mean, it's a cool premise. Spawn thinks that Batman killed his wife. And so he goes after him. And you find out that the Court of Owls have brought in this talent from another dimension to, to hunt them both. And I think Alfred is in on it somehow, but Hartman's guardian attaches bells to them. So it's hard for us. <laughs> I'm chained to a pole. <laughs> what was it? 1996 since Marvel and DC did a crossover. Um, Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Ooh. Who was the last person to kind of um, make that happen? Who was the guy who coordinated between Marvel and DC to make sure the crossover happened? What does the Barnes and Noble exclusive cover look like, Brucifer? Can you find that, Matt? Close for business. Uh, I can't. I, last DC crossover, Marvel crossover. Was, I want to say it was Superman, Spider Man, wasn't it? No, that was the 70s. 1980. <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up because I honestly don't know. I think it was uh DC versus Marvel and from April to May of 96. Yeah, please, please do because I it, I'd like to get it. I'd like to fight it if it's badass. Then you had DC Special Series Volume 1, number 27, Hulk versus Batman. Yeah, I don't know. I know that they had 
We've had quite a few. We've had Superman, Spider-Man, Superman, uh, our Batman, Incredible Hulk, Uncanny X-Men, and the new Teen Titans. Thank you, sir. That is badass. Batman's Punisher, um, Lake of Fire, Deadly Night, Darkseid and Galactus, The Hunger, and Spider-Man and Batman. So... It says 70s and 80s, so I don't know, Kyle. You, you'd probably know more than me about that one. <laughs> it's, it's all good. <clears throat> and our last story to finish our new segment. You probably looked it up. That's why. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, DC versus Marvel Comics crossover April to May 1996. <laughs> good job, buddy. Way to, way to Wikipedia that shit. Uh, husband... <laughs> <laughs> the next one that proves that the comic book industry is not always sparkles and rainbows and sunshine and there is a dark seedy underbelly to it oh, as husband right. dismembers wife because she didn't support his dream of opening a comic book store unlike his mistress yeah He's scared of death of her i don't think i don't think the comic book dream was really the motivating factor <laughs> yeah i did it in a locked <laughs> Says fifty. Says he. <laughs> I think. I think he's. I think he's trying to put the blame on his wife, for him being a murderous bastard. Uh, Hartman couldn't figure out how to bypass the parental controls on his mom's phone. <laughs> what kind of iPhone? You hear tapping on. Says he smothered his wife while she was asleep. And he tried to say that she was on vacation. <laughs> so did he do it? And it, yeah, he like killed her and then in their bedroom, moved her to a bedroom in the back of his house and then moved her to the basement. And then dismembered, dismembered her in order to dispose of the body. And then he went and spent $13,000 on a comics to sell. <laughs> yeah. Because she really didn't, and she didn't support move. his dream like his mistress. <clears throat> Wow, He's the lovely yeah, CD underbelly like, of the man, comic book industry. Okay, so today. so the lesson here is don't kill your wife. Don't kill your wife and wives. Any wives who are watching, if your husband starts talking about opening a comic book store, None. tell him to get into NFTs because you don't have to pay taxes on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it says one such point of evidence was a collection of narratives uh, about his large credit card debt he purchased and sold. The purchase and sale of thousands of dollars worth of comic books, the presence or lack thereof of thirteen thousand dollars he claimed was stolen from his basement, and they're yeah. now in heritage, being sold so, as the murder lot. Yeah, probably. So you know what? He only bought Turok number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he watched a, an internet show where some someone named Solo Wookie really sold him on the importance of Turok number one. <laughs> Turok number one. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah game Kevin ever. Smith's next movie. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. I mean, he didn't don't tempt him. He did make Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Says the he fact that he found cool. someone, his mistress that he loved, and who supported him in his dream of opening a comic book store while his brother and wife did not. <laughs> the they were probably sleeping together. Comic Traitor. What do you mean I can't open a comic book store, honey? It's my dream. Oh, my, my other lover. Hey, Mrs. Comic Book, can I can I open a store? Miss, he's asking okay. someone named Mrs. Comic Book if she he can open a store. Yeah, because she's a comic book. 
Because mm. <laughs> he's married to a comic book. All right, gotcha. That's a Pretty solid movie idea. Joe says he looks like an old Archie. He does kind of look like an old Archie. All I want to do is open a comic book. But he killed her and said, man, this is a lot different than television. <clears throat> what do you mean I couldn't get away with it? Pathetic. Oh, how man. long How long was he getting away with it? As but the comic page turns. didn't answer the door the next day. Somebody coming over to see her. Well, it sounded like like he was moving her all over the house. And had <laughs> his mistress is probably a con cosplayer. I've heard that his mistress was nerdy girl on whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Says, let's see, he killed her on the 10th. He dismembered her on the 12th. And then it says... What is it, Solomon Grundy? After. <laughs> it took him a couple days to build up the... Uh, the, the, the courage to dismember her. He took the old Solomon Grundy approach. And used all the courage impressed. to kill her. It doesn't say how him. long. He says he some of the remains were buried her. along the Delaware River while other parts were left in a dumpster. Oh, he scattered her. He scattered nice. her. He's... And then he confessed Bros. right away. <laughs> Bros are not even crazy when touching her to grow. She's not married. That's why. She's got to be a Crane, wife. Crane only goes after the married movie. ones, huh? Yeah. Only if it causes controversy. Hey, we shouldn't say that because I've I've heard Nerdy Girl might come on this channel, along with the hive, <laughs> along with the hive guys. You gotta be careful. I think those bridges are. Kyle is intently reading about. Okay, so he killed her on the tenth, and on the eighth of December, he admitted it. He was going 18th? for the 12 days of Christmas, but the eighth, the eighth of December. So last so, week. so he confessed before he killed her, or was it November 10th? No, he killed her on October 12th, dismembered her on mm. the uh, killed her on the 10th, dismembered her on the 12th, scattered her body parts, and then by the 8th of December, he had already confessed to it. So he he, he probably got arrested days. a couple weeks ago. His lawyer's like Dude, you gotta you gotta cop to this one. Yeah. Bye, Kyle. Bye, bye, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle is as we speak getting a phone call from HR. Yes. <laughs> no. We didn't play your show at we the beginning of it. it. No. <laughs> you should have used the tr the wood chipper like in Fargo. TK says. No, we didn't say we no, we didn't play the tax show at the beginning of our You're show. Breaking no, up. no. <laughs> yes, Brosifer. I've I've heard about the nerdy con that she had that was like in a one little hotel room. Oh, that sucks. Well, it was the first for everything. You gotta work up to that kind of thing. You can't just throw a con and expect a bunch of people to show up. It's like an erection. It's like the episode <laughs> of Big Bang Theory. I like Star Wars too. The elevator shut down. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 HR's here. Uh-oh. Uh, nothing. We were with nothing. We're not doing anything. Oh, we didn't show anything. So who wants to share our verse from the Bible this week? <laughs> we need to have our, our <laughs> I've got a Bible lesson this week. 
about the Leviticus. the great the good of uh, the holidays and giving and and my new slogan for our show is "Thou shall not really kill and dismember your wife today. over comic books." Thou, thou shalt not play copyrighted music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thou shalt not play trailers. <laughs> I shall not show nipples on the internet. HR is here. Hide the prostitutes. <laughs> I guess There's I better. A hooker know. in the back of this man's car. Oh my god! I feel like I'm watching a Palms Twenty One Verse Ten. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> what? Pete said in chat he wasn't going to be here. That was just a ruse. He wanted us to get you wanted us to get all relaxed, and then he was gonna poof make his appearance. It was all you will destroy ruse. their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among children of man. <laughs> that Psalms twenty one ten. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> love thy neighbor as much as I love Marco. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Three, one through four. For everything, there is a season. Anyways. For every matter under heaven. Time to be born. Don't it's kill and dismember your wife. Moral of the story. Just because she doesn't support your want to open a comic book shop. Just Don't sell do it again, Harvey. Day. Just go on whatnot like everybody else. Yeah. Selling what what thought. Call it what thought. Go to what thought. Sell on whatnot like everyone else. For I haven't fun. even been on whatnot in so long. Yeah. Sad. What not? Yeah, what not? <clears throat> All right. If do we want to bring? Come on, he could do our giveaway. He could do the giveaway while we're waiting for our guest to come in. Yeah, we'll we'll bring HR in as he's writing up our performance review as we speak. Speak <laughs> of the devil, he shall appear. <laughs> Why do you keep calling the HR? Pete, Pete's got Pete's time See, They will not make it to episode twenty. Clickety clack, clickety clack. I. As God is my witness, they will not make episode 20. <laughs> oh, what's going because on, Martin guys? Tells us that you tell him to tell us. Pete, you're looking That's you're right. looking so dapper today. I love that Christmas shirt you've got on. Oh, the Christmas Deadpool t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, your one beard of my is Christmas t-shirts. Beard is looking I so santerific. You're ready for Christmas. I am. Well, I just came. I had a family holiday party thing, so that's why. Uh, yeah, that's where I was earlier. HR but, is here. I'm here. I'm not HR. I'm the owner. <laughs> yeah, <he's>, party's over. <laughs> he's not HR. He's 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 the dad. He's the cool dad. Pete is getting his pink slips ready. <laughs> what pink slips? What are you guys showing nipples? Says, uh, Do I have nipples to worry about? Oh come on, nipples yeah, aren't even. You never have nipples. Ah, there are whole channels dedicated to nipples on YouTube. Hungry Man Marco would not approve that. I came in with the nipple hanging. <laughs> we can't see it. We just see a big K. Oh no, it was there. I mean, before. Don't don't uh, don't tempt him, Pete. Don't. Tempt I'm him. not. So what's going? What's all you guys want to do? A give? I don't know what you guys have been up to because I literally just got in and uh, we would all like to turn the show on. some we James Gunn news, some Pokemon news. We were just talking about a guy Murder that killed his wife because she wouldn't let him open a comic book store. Seems like a rational thing to do. I couldn't just sell and whatnot like everybody else. 
no, it's got to be brick and fucking mortar. He probably tried, but what do you mean what not? What not? What? What's what? What not? I'm selling on what not. Tell me what, what not. And then this. I see it turn it like escalated into like a who's on first situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Real dark turn. It could have, and then just and to end it, he just likes the idea. And he ended it with home run. With a bat in his hand. So, no, we can do a giveaway if you guys want to do a giveaway, but you guys got to come up with the question to ask the chat. My mistress showed me, my mistress supports my love of comics, and she showed me her boobies, and I like them too. And I like them too. Uh, okay, question. What is next week's show going to be called? Oh, that's real simple. What? <laughs> what did we decide next week's show was going to be called? First person to write that in wins. It's going to be the same person who came up with the idea in the first place. I don't know. What did you say next week's show is going to be called? Do you guys in the chat, were you paying attention? Joe, I don't think it was Pumpernickel. I thought it was going to be called Psalms 21, verse 10. <laughs> there Talking it is. Apples and eating apples. Yes. No, no that's not. that's not correct yet, though. <laughs> you mean no, it's not it's correct not. yet. He it's got not, it. That's right, not right on the title. button. You're right. You're the right. Matt, it's not the full title. It's like playing the lottery. What yeah, was yeah, it? Then? I have no idea. So this is up to you guys. Cancel. <laughs> Yeah, next week's show. Next week's show. We're not doing next week because it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, I was go. gonna say you guys aren't doing it next. It's Ganchelli. I'll be here. I got I got tamales to eat and family to love. What about New Year's Eve? Are you guys gonna do New Year's Eve? Yes. I'm reading Christmas stories all week. Harmon will be here reading Christmas stories. There it is. Oh, you can't I win. win. <laughs> so I think Joe was pretty close. <laughs> I want to open a blockbuster, but my wife said no suggestions. <laughs> open a West Coast video instead. Okay. There may or may not be a uh, documentary on uh, Netflix you should check out to, to give you some suggestions on what maybe two or not to do. Just Dude, play it in reverse. Did you watch Don't Answer the Phone? No. Dude, that is fucked up, dude. I remember when it happened. Dude, that I remember thing. when it actually happened. I don't remember it happening. I just remember that shit's fucked up. Dude was calling. He was calling like McDonald's and Taco Bells, and then he was convincing the managers to do strip searches on chicks. What? Saying he was oh. the police. There's going to be a Facebook movie where somebody kills somebody over a comment. It's going to be like a murder movie. This is what we'll do. There's there's 24 people in the chat. I'll give it 30 seconds. Pick a number between 1 and 100. Produced by M. Night. Shazam and then, along. After, and then we'll cut it off, and then whoever picks will be the winner. <laughs> How are we going to know what the number is? Uh, Siri's going to pick the number for me. Ah. Uh-huh. 69, dude. 69, dude. Tyson and TK got to choose different numbers. And uh, Cherokee Metal has to choose a different number, too. 
And, and Joe, you got outside of the range. Sorry, but I'm not able 101, to you're, you're outside the boundaries. I'm an AI language model. Hey, one guess, Astro. One guess. You're Astro's idiot. probably going to win <laughs> everything. Anyways, in the chat with numbers now. His whole family wins everything on this channel anyway, so not his wife or him, you know. We're trying to figure out where that theme is actually from. Torpedo, whatever song. That's why we got hit with the song thing. Joe lives outside the rules. Hey, Jedi, you can pick whatever number you want. Between one and a hundred, I don't care if it's eighty-seven. As long as it hasn't already been taken, it's It's not not the dating game song. I think we did. We did. Oh no, we did match game. Here we go. Give us your. Give us your favorite. Give us your best Marco fanfic pitch, and we'll choose a winner from that. (laughs) We're we're changing the game. You thought you had to pick a number. But you no, were we're going to pick a number because you, everybody you thought you just had to come up with next week's show. But no, that wasn't it. Now you got to pick a number, and Siri's going to do it. Now we're taking fanfic. Taking winners no, like no. shifts midstream. That was it. Sorry, man. gang. No, you got to pick another one. I don't even know what the question is. Welcome pick to the program, me. Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <clears throat> All right. That's a long ass 30 seconds. That's all I know. That is. It's, I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to... So I was trying to get. Okay, here. What's the best rap? Jody Harrington and <laughs> Eminem in a buddy cop movie. That's a hey, good Michigan. Story. I think I might watch that. Pick a number between one and 100. 101. Joe already 29. did that. Ooh, Tyson at 25. Word salad starring Kyle. That's a good one. <laughs> Astro had 25 also. Yeah, well, Astro had a bunch of numbers. Yeah. But that was the first number he picked up. But well, now 88 was his first number after. 88 was his first number. I feel like hopes and dreams are Jeremy being killed. Has, yeah, Astro. Oh, Sam Astro is doing his. Oh, I thought Sam was doing his best. Jeremy had 35. My best Hartman impression was the number. Yeah, your Tyson camera was all screwed up when you came back. I mean, Astro had it too, but Astro, you put way too many numbers for us to count any one of those picks. Okay, Tyson wins. He was closest. Yeah, because what was Ash? <laughs> George Lucas thinks he created Star Wars, but it was actually me. And Neil Adams doesn't wash his hands. That's <laughs> well, Tyson. It's either two, three, or four. So pick one of those, and then I'll show what you won. And then you'll have to hit me up with your address. And then we can move on. It can't be Canada. How many numbers does this guy have to pick? I don't care if it's Ireland. I don't care where you live. You got to throw the guy a bone. He's tired of picking numbers. (laughs) He only had to pick one. And now you're making him pick another one. I know. Well, now he's getting his prize. Number three. Number three it is. Here, switch me over so I can show him what he got here. Which pack is this? 
Make Kyle. You make. Kyle. <laughs> I'm the one. Yeah, I'll be at your house in a few yes. days. You're number three. <laughs> Seven pairs Sounds of like shoes on a cold case. Detroit street. The there you go. <laughs> what did you get out of I'll this? I'll be peeking through your window. Oh, Yikes. here you go. You got some uh, Baltimore Comic Con exclusives. Oh shit! You got the Nottingham Six. It's limited to 250. The Sin City homage for number seven is also limited to 250. These were at the retailer uh, summit or whatever at Baltimore. And since those feet seem kind of just, you know, not enough on their own, I threw something else in, which is this. Which one is this? This is another uh, exclusive. This is number six Twig. for Nottingham. This is limited to 150 copies. This is the uh, exclusive the, with the something is killing the children kind of like oh. homage. Uh, there's like four different ones. There's like foil ones, but this is the Virgin limited to 150 copies. One, so three Nottingham book. It was a Nottingham pack. I, I, that's what you got for this one. Number three. Nice. There's still two left, but they're all exclusive. <laughs> Sell them if you have to. I don't care what you do with them once I give them to you. And our special guest is here. So let's bring him into the stream. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. hello. Sam, would you How? like to introduce our guest? Yes, absolutely. I'm hard. I know Matt's excited. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, are you there? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, I uh, I turned forty, and my eyesight is getting so bad. I really have trouble re reading all the stuff I write here. So I, I do apologize. Cartman, are you shaving? No. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, welcome here. Steve Hibbert. Uh, he is he's a writer. He's been a writer on Saturday Night Live and on cartoons like Tiny Toons, Mad TV, um, Mad TV. He's also known as playing the Gimp on Pulp Fiction. Really? Thanks for joining us, Steve. Is uh, I also found out Steve is feeling a little bit of a cold today, so we'll, we'll be extra gentle with you, Steve. Oh, good. Six feet of distance. <laughs> so you also wrote on Boy Meets World too, right? It's bad. Um, either you've got me confused with somebody else, or this is this is a joke. But uh, no, I did not write for that show or any of those other things that you just mentioned. You're kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? Stephen Hibbert. All right, Steve. Well, Steve, it no, makes you feel is... any better. I just got here too, so I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, introduce us and let us know what you do then. Because obviously we Googled the wrong – someone no, yeah. named Sam gave us the wrong info. Yeah. Well, I, I mean – along the wrong info. Uh, I wrote uh, a lot of comics. I did a little bit of TV, a little bit of animation, a little bit of video games, mostly comics. So tell us about some of the comics you were. This is a comic book show, so this is perfect. So um, we had the wrong Steve Hibbert, I think. Well, the name's Engelhart to start with, not Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna many bust, things. I got a guy who books who books these, and I'm going to bust his ass because he gave me all this information. I really apologize. Oh, you're from Indianapolis. 
Yeah, that's where I was born. Yeah. Okay. I'm in Indiana. Well, you wrote like Batman and stuff, so that's awesome. Yeah. That's um, what you. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should do this some other time when you guys are are better prepared. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Have a nice night. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Sorry about that. Wrong number. <laughs> that was what the fucking was awkward, that? man. Dude, that was the most embarrassing fucking thing <laughs> ever. Yeah, I'm so just glad throw... I thought to do a giveaway, so I had to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, dude, I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, Well, why did you let us look up Hibbert? What the actual <laughs> shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What a shit show that Dude, was! Like that, was. I had to hide my camera to sh hide my embarrassment because I was like, just sitting here going, "This is a fucking shit show. This is a fucking shit show. We need to end this right now. This is a fucking shit show." I'll tell you right oh, now. Yeah, I got the best question in. That's my yeah, bad guess. Right. Astro, you're right. He definitely isn't coming back. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't call him, him back. Call. We're ready now, Sam. You, dude, that's, like, that's my bad. Yeah, because he he's well, done a shit ton of work. Though. He's never. Yeah. I don't uh, recognize a lot of writers and artists by face because you know you just see their work. But once he told us what his actual name was, I'm like, shit, I do know that name. <laughs> I didn't know. Steve well, you should have said something, Pete. Jeez, well, I, like, by that point, I'm, at that point, there was no <laughs> saving this. We got even had a guess. Nobody there was no Whoa, saving that at this point, joke. man. Like, or you got the wrong. He was like, fuck you guys, like, Well, you're in the groundlings, right? Oh, wrong person again. <laughs> Astros and you yeah. called him Plus, plus you got my brain all focused on the <laughs> gift called Pulp Fiction. <laughs> hey, what was the one you like that? Like you would have been in that bondage gear. <laughs> I, I don't know what the frick, dude. The guy told me. He said. Because you've been in three adult movies. Um... Oh my god, dude, that's so terrible. I need a drink. <laughs> like, that's so embarrassing, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, it's Pat. Was she a boy or a girl? Like, I'm dying to know. I'm actually steaming on. <laughs> feel like Mad well, TV's like, first name is right. <laughs> oh my god. He thought he was being punked. <laughs> we should bring him back. We should bring him back and be like, yeah, we were just joking. We were just joking. We we know who you are. It was just a shtick. Come on back. Why? He's probably no, no, watching no. all this now going, going reset. Jokers. <laughs> Fucking you know clowns, dude. That's my bad. That's my bad game. He actually would have been a great guest. Yes. He liked me. Yes, so. he would have. He would have been awesome. Dude, he was recently a Sam uh, is vigorously writing an email to whoever he works with to book that guest right now. He's like, You dude, I hope Guardians so. of the Galaxy Holiday Special. He that was his recent work. Forget recent work, he co created Shang-Chi. <laughs> dude, oh my god. <laughs> So you're Pete, you're Russo, Russo you're Russo, brother. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. Hey. 
Can we clip that? Gen X. I feel like this is the last damn Play us off. Yeah, he won't do any other podcast after this. He's like, nah. Cancel the rest. <laughs> so what was it like writing Boy Meets World? Renovation's <laughs> 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 black well, no one will touch us now. Well, think about it. He probably has no idea that there was a show called Boy Meets World. So he hears you calling him the the gimp from Pulp Fiction. And then saying <laughs> He's like, none of that is work, real. Boy Meets SNL, World. Which, yeah, won't take it on its, its own. Pat, the worst little... SNL movie ever made. Dude, you're you definitely getting a phone call on Monday now, Kyle. <laughs> it's definitely happening. You're going to have to send him a gift, basket, a gift basket apology. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to Venmo Marco his money back. <laughs> Bill Burr stand up? <clears throat> I can't believe that happens. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you have do you have some of that for me, too, Pete? Dude, all of our viewers just left, too. They're like, this is the shit show. <laughs> I think that was an iconic interview we just did. I mean, Hardy, you're from Indianapolis was the best question out of everything. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Harvin. And then as we're scrambling, like you hear Sam Tyson, just like, tell like... us what you've done. Like... <laughs> I didn't say it. Kyle said that. No, we know who you are. Steven. <laughs> yeah, I said Marco's in route like, to, uh, to the I'm ER. Like he him. had a stroke. That was a joke, Oh, my God. He should, he should have corrected us. Dude, this is that. Yeah, that's fucking embarrassing. Like, I apologize for that. Um, like, <laughs> hey, we yeah. went with the name that Sam told us. Like, so like Matt and I got on it a couple hours before the show, and we like Googled them, and we were like, okay, we like had prepared some <laughs> stuff, and because we were first, we were like the, the gimp from the, the gimp, from and you Bull might Church. know him what better. Talk to him about the most bestest way <laughs> as the gimp. Dude, that's what that's what the guy told me. The 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 booker. That's what he said. I I, I get it. Angelou. I get it. Um, actually, I'm I find more you guys did research. Me and I, you know, I do my research. I can only tell you the name that he tells me. He didn't tell that me. We actually, actually had a badass oh, guest. <laughs> we just broke a record. Dude. Yeah. Damn. He's busted his ass his whole life writing and he's, creating. He, and... Only be called the Gimp from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the Gimp and the creator of Pat. He just turned <laughs> to his wife and was like, these guys thought I wrote fucking... Like, Dude, I looked it up. I had it up. I had his IMDB up. And when he came out, I was like, that's not the same dude. That's not the same dude. And then Sam sat there and I was like, I think Sam realizes it too. And that's why I was like, Sam... And then he just started going. It's the gimp. I, like, oh, no. I was like, oh no. And it was just crickets. I'm just sitting here like, oh, yeah, okay. I had nothing. <laughs> like that scene where the woman's trying to identify the man and it's all oh. blurry. Uh. Yeah, that, well, yeah, it would have been a badass guest. The Avengers, Captain America, Detective Con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been good. <laughs> but to be fair, the, the part that isn't Sam's fault, it, it would have been good to know who we were getting beforehand, so you guys could have yes. prepared for the right person. Yes. It's not the way we work around here. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of go with it. Yeah, we, all hey, I do Joe. is pull my hat down and just... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was waiting for somebody to hit X on his box. 
<laughs> this is the YouTube moment here. Did it stink so inside the gym suit? <laughs> so glad I could be a part of it too. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Dude, I I hope you like tear the dude an asshole. For everybody watching, I hope you've enjoyed our time on Redivision. It was a, a <laughs> short 17 episodes. Oh, Oh my god. <laughs> Problem is, you, you unknowingly made me an accomplice to this. <laughs> I, I mean, you came here, right? Or did hey, you get an invite? He just came to give something away. He thought he was doing <laughs> he a good Christmas deed. He, <laughs> he got joked into... <laughs> We researched the person we were told that was coming on. Yeah, you got you got Steve right. So there was that. Just, uh, that could have helped correct. too. Like if he would have put his whole name down below, like then we would have figured it out faster. Yeah, yeah. Put their first name only in the box that identifies who they are in the Matt, live YouTube Pete, video. What? Me, Sam, right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Pete aren't who we think they are. Oh, their last okay. I, I guess they we are who we thought they were. I also played guard outside of cell in Austin Powers. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. What was it like to be in Austin Powers? I was about to let in on him about that Pat movie. That was horrible. Well, that's the wrong person. About to say, you remember the Groundlings? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, what was whole... it like to be the Gimp in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> Someone did a whole YouTube video on how it was Steve Englehart was the most influential comic book writer of the seventies, and here we are fucking yep. assaulting him by calling him the Gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> His best known work. You but Astro, to, you, to the point though, I didn't recognize him by face. Do you no. know? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think we all went, oh fuck, when he said Inglehart. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I tried, well, I was off, like, oh, buddy, not, Batman. My last name's not Hibbert. It's absolutely, <laughs> totally different, completely wrong last name. It's Engelhart. <laughs> At least he said right. say he played Pookie in New Jack City. Did he say anything? <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to worst and best covers of the week. Yeah, that, yeah. You, you, <laughs> here's that here's worst cover of the week right here. <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> uh, is oh, it though? Because the sh that's a shame that not even the hottest of showers will wash off. Ah, who's gonna You're shame us? That, are you? Whoever shames us at least watches, right? Don't don't cut that. Keep that All in. right, let's get into the best and worst coverage. Live, of the week. we can't cut this. I'm not going back in. I only go back Dude. in to cut things they tell me I have to cut because it's copyrighted. No, we're gonna Who's cut they? that and make that the best of 2022. <laughs> Just that one clip. Oh fuck! <laughs> Look, man. We're... Oh my lord! <laughs> it's all right. Palate cleanse. We're, we're all right. Best and worst coverage of the week. I okay. Uh, uh, worst cover of the week is Sam. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got Superman: A Birthright Deluxe Edition. Just a rough oh cover. God. AI knows who. Yeah. He is. Wow. They must have know this... how to drop people. You know, this cover reminds me of that time we booked a guy and we thought it was someone else. Oh. 
<sighs> I just talked. It reminds about me of the Gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All shiny. I just want to be that meme of that kid just like this, and it just disappears. Like right now, because his wife's probably uh, where now. You don't. You don't want to be Homer going back into the. Is it safe to come back after that interview? <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, He's Superman Birthright punch. Deluxe Edition is a no-no. Next, we got Dark Crisis Big Bang Number One. Yep, it's a rough cover too. Like us during the interview. There's yeah. no coming back to that, dude. That is terrible, though. That's that's not Mikhail's best work, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he not... had better work out there. <laughs> you know, these three don't match, right? <laughs> Dude, he literally said, I don't know if this is a joke, but I didn't work <laughs> on any of those. I thought we so you know a lot about jokes on. being growlings. I can't. I can't palette coins because it's so bad. I, I even corrected Sam and said, you didn't write for Saturday Night Live, you wrote for Mad TV. Yeah, you corrected him, and it was wrong. <laughs> he corrected him with incorrect information. <laughs> so, yes. I don't know what... This, this isn't Mikkel's best work. It it's, is not. It's, Definitely not. But it's not the worst thing that shows up on screen tonight. Oh my god! Listen, we had two banger interviews two weeks in a row. This is we can't, you know, the biggest one yet. And I'm not that Scott Lobdell wasn't big, but like this, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Deadpool number two. (laughs) (laughs) This just reminds me of a bad Liefeld cover. That's like us. During that. It kind of is. Oh, my God. oh, cheer up, Murray. Yeah. Deadpool is me talking about Saturday Night Live, and Doc Ock is Kyle coming in with Mad TV. Uh, it's Mad TV! <laughs> Are you guys joking? Why everybody's going, oh, my God, reading his IMDb wrong. Is this a joke? It does look unfinished, Cherokee. It does. Oh, I just, I'm going to draw like Rob Liefeld. That's just, that's what this cover reminds me of. Well, because it is, right? What is it? It's not Rob Liefeld. Liefeld. Definition. I mean, it should say after Liefeld on the cover. It really should. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. It's the homage with the big knife that also makes no sense. There should have been more of the middle. It's like, we made the knife really wide so I could fit a reflection in it. Is that a knife or is that his arm? No, that's an arm. I'm saying in the original, it's a knife. In this, this oh. is a uh, is tentacle or whatever. <laughs> For Christmas, you shit on a comic legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually yeah, did. <laughs> and we fucking liked it. All right, we'll do it again to the next one that comes on too. Right? Oh, we ain't off. no fucking. Did you play the gimp? <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear, just let's just clarify. Every interview from now on, we need to check to make sure that they did not play the GIMP from Pulsar. <laughs> and then they're not allowed if they didn't play the GIMP. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to leave that up for a few minutes. <laughs> I think hey, from hey, now on. you missed it. You missed our interview. Oh, Dad, you, need to, you need to rewind about 20 minutes. Yeah, just, I think that watch the Sam needs to go back to whoever books these interviews for him and say, look, you need to explain what's going on. 
and you need to smooth this out and we need to have him back and give him a proper interview that he deserves because that was a shit show an absolute shit show so when did he when did he update that info to you so he sent me steve Englehart's info a while back but he did today he was talking about steven with a ph and and so when he said hey steven is coming on tonight can i get the link for his show i was like steven i thought it was it was steven so i, I look back at the chat and the last steven he sent me was steven hibbert from pulp fiction and i was like i was like man okay i thought that was a while back but you know maybe i'm mistaken <laughs> And, uh, and my first question to Kyle when he said that was, why are we having the gimp from Pulp Fiction on this show? What, how does he fit into this show? And then he's, Kyle's like, oh, well, he wrote Boy Meets World stuff. And I got real excited because I loved that show as a kid. And he wrote some of like my favorite episodes. So I got real excited. And then this is what happened. That's why I said, you know what? That's that's really excited you just, millennials freaking ruin everything, okay? That's it. <laughs> Tell us more about Topanga. <laughs> Tell us more about Topanga. Interesting name you created. You know what? Uh, I'll tender die. my resignation after after we talk about anime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Okay, so yes, this is a bad cover. Uh, I just. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't think there's anything more to do on this one. It's, Who yes, wrote it's Tiny Tunes? Yeah, uh, best cover of the week. We got the Art Burt number one, Uckerman Lawn cover. It's a it is a cool cover. cover. And to the left a little bit more. What the ripping the Mona Lisa in half of the skull? That's cool. But the skull doesn't line up to her face. Yeah, it doesn't. That's uh, the thing that throws me off. I thought it's like if skull. you're gonna do it, do it. Don't half ass, whole ass. Yeah, don't get to look name at her one. eye. Like, look at her eye. Well, they don't. They don't line up. I don't think they're supposed to line up. I mean, the yeah. the skull is straight on. Her face is turned. But maybe they're doing it to get us to talk about it. Maybe. <laughs> Can you NFT that moment? <laughs> oh, dude, I can't. Like, I can't you go. Can't over shake it. the shame that you feel because <laughs> I know that's no. Just end the show and walk away. Look no, at we the carry. We face. soldier on here, man. That's what we do. We wouldn't be known as the bad boys of the internet if shit like this didn't happen on the, our watch, all right? Oh my god. We did it for fun. We knew yeah. who he was. We knew who he was. We just decided to assault move. a legend. I was going to hop on, have a quick drink, do a giveaway, and probably be gone. You should have just left. Now, just left. Did, if I were you the minute, he was like, I don't know if I'm being punked or what. I would have just been gone. I'd been like, bye. Nope. Um, I'm, a, I'm an accomplice to this crime now. This crime against the comic legend. We're riding this thing out and we're seeing it through. <laughs> do you still want to say you're the boss or do you want to go back to just being HR? My, my face turned white. Captain goes down I'm with the ship. In, in the oh room. my God. I appreciate you, Pete. Wonder Woman 794, Jen Bartell cardstock cover variant. Very, very well done. I like this. Cover. Yes. Very good. Yellow Jen, pops. Jen Bartel does a lot of great covers. She does. But <laughs> next up, why is this on best? This should be on worst. Well, oh, I got mixed up. Screwed up. This is a worst. Admitting Spider-Man 15. 
the uh, new uh, Ben Riley. You got something against the brick wall background? No, I, I mean I <laughs> favor them, but like I love, I love Kazman. I love the new Ben Riley stuff, but I just feel like that costume in that pose is just not good. The art inside that book is actually, uh, very, very well done. But mm. um, next we got Invincible Iron Man number one. That's a sick cover. How many times are they gonna reboot Iron Man or restart? How many times it takes? As long as there's a reset button. He's calling, He's calling up life all the complaining about you guys. They really oh. had their foots in their mouth. <clears throat> Did the foot with the drone? So you're from Indianapolis? <laughs> yes. But you guys really got that right. I did get it right. He didn't want to talk about that. He wanted he, did he didn't want to do the show. He said he had a cold. He's trying to get out of it. Well, yeah, and then he shows well, up. We gave him a very else. good reason to get out of it. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Those fucking assholes thought I wrote bad TV. He thought I was a different person. <laughs> that, <laughs> that fucking guy, Sam, said I was a gimp. What the fuck is a gimp? <laughs> He's like, is this some sort of joke? <laughs> like, yeah, this guy's talking about it's Pat and Mad TV. Like, yeah, we don't even go together. Oh, God. It says All the- right. That's best and worst. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get some uh, some palate cleansing from our resident uh, guest booker and comedian Sam in uh, a little bit of anime news. All right. So first up. A series that many, well, I've been following, and a lot of people are following because it's very popular, is called Kaiju Number no. 8. It's about a guy who uh, inadvertently gains the ability to turn into a monster in order to fight other monsters. Um, it's really a fascinating tale, and it is getting an anime adaptation starting in 2024. So if you're not following the series, it might be something you want to pick up and add to your uh, repertoire. <laughs> You're the camp. <laughs> what are you giggling about? He's not letting it go. All right. So the official... So Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War is going to be 50 total episodes. Um, the first set of episodes is ending uh, on December 26th. And they're going to do an hour-long finale of the first quarter of the of the series. So um, I know our show's been wa- been following it. I watch it every week. I know Kyle's been watching it. Um, but you get an extra an extra episode or extra uh, double episode on December twenty sixth. So Merry Christmas from the producers of Bleach. In the, and no one on this. Bleach show played the gimp. I don't or think wrote so. for Mad TV. We're gonna make him kill himself. Let's... <clears throat> Netflix has oh, announced this week that they are going to adapt My Hero Academia. Is this a real a comic cover action. or manga cover? Hold on a second. Netflix. Yep. <sighs> they already have uh, a writer attached. I think it's Joby Harold. Who wrote yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi, Army of the Dead, and Transformers: Rise of the Beast? Um, is 
doing the screenplay. Yeah. Did he write for Mad TV? I don't know. He wrote for, he actually wrote for SNL. Obi was, Joby wrote Obi. <laughs> Joby wrote Obi Kenobi. Okay. He's friends with Moby. I don't think so. And he's from Okeechobee. Oh my God. So yeah, you can look forward to a horrible adaptation of one of your beloved uh, manga series. That I knew it was coming, but dude, this is the this is the what the what the frick uh, series of the week. This is called a Jagan. Well, that happened earlier. Y'all gone. This is this is a story of a young cop who uh, oh, kind of fantasizes about killing people, and then he gains the ability to turn his his right arm into a gun. What? And uh, it's really weird. It's really violent. It's really dark. Um, and it it's just kind of a, a crazy premise, and it goes to crazy, crazy places. So if you're into looking for something weird to check out, I recommend Jagan. Yeah, that's, that's all what we hope is. for. We hope that all our police officers daydream about murdering people while they, <laughs> well, they do, right? Look like they're twelve years old. Yeah, he's a rookie on the force, and he fantasizes about killing people, and then he, his hand turns into a gun. And then they say, "Go to the doctor," because that shit looks infected. <laughs> well, he uses it to fight other other monsters that kind of appear. He doesn't kill innocent people, but there are yeah. people. Like people get obsessed with an idea and then they turn into a monster. That's kind of how this series works. Smells. And so he's obsessed with the idea of shooting people and his hand turns into a gun. Uh, but he uses it to fight people who kill people uh, so that he can satisfy his er- his bloodlust against people who do quote unquote deserve it rather than innocent yeah. people. When, when he right does, does the transformation of the hand, does it look like mechanical or does it look like a maggot from the X-Men, like more organic? It looks like a life it, it, So it looks, see how his arm is kind yeah. of colored right there? The two, the two index finger and the, and the middle finger turn into a barrel of a gun. Okay. But it, it, it does have a more organic look to it rather than a metallic look. Okay. The ladies like it? No, they don't. They get shot. <laughs> He didn't say anything about the pinky being out. No. <laughs> Good point. All right. I think I got uh, one more. One more slide. Oh, okay. Chainsaw. Chainsaw Again, Man as I told Kyle, it was episode 10, not six. Yeah. Chainsaw Man has taken a If very only that was run. the biggest gaffe of the night. Chainsaw, yeah. Chainsaw Man has taken a very somber turn. Um, so, so if you guys are keeping up, it's <laughs> all right, please power on, Sam. Go on, Kyle. Uh, so it has taken a, a somber turn. A lot of the the really favorite characters were, um, were kind of killed, they were killed really in grotesque fashion this week. So uh, we're kind of picking up the pieces after they were killed and trying to figure out where we go from here. Uh, it, it had a lot of humor as Denji and Power tried to figure out or, or were being trained by a guy who was trying to teach them how to actually kill. And um, they were very terrible, terrible at it. But be, uh, because of their uh, <laughs> because of their abilities to to uh, resurrect, 
they got killed themselves probably a dozen times each. So it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm waiting for the show to end so I can binge it. Like I'm, I can't watch an episode and wait for a week. You don't want to do week to week? No, I'm not going to do week to week for, for that and Bleach. Was this the end of the, the first season? No, there's two episodes left. So episode 12 will be the last one. Yeah, I think some people might think that when you do that, that you don't like it. But I really would prefer to watch like six hours in a row. The last episode, they're gonna they're gonna have a cameo by Akira Toriyama, and they're gonna mistake him for Rob Liefeld and insult no. the shit out of him too. We'll know it's a fake. Because <laughs> the feet will be drawn. Dude, all I know was what's her name? How are you from Makima? Makima? Makima. All I know what about she has the cool. best power yet. Makima. Yeah. She dude, she just she had lined up these freaking badass. She had she has a she has some crazy abilities. It's kind of hard to explain, but she was using she was like connecting people to criminals on death row, and then she would squish, she would have the criminal say their name, and then she would squish her hands together, and then the people who they were connected to, whose names they said, would explode. What? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> I'm going to do some Chainsaw Man cards. <laughs> do it. All I right, mean, this the is, last thing... I, if you guys aren't watching it, this is probably the best anime, one of the best animes out right now. Yeah, I, I think Steve really, Hard is working on really that. Really a lot right of great now. shows right now. So I'm watching, you've got Bleach, Chainsaw Man, Mob Cycle 100 Season 3, which we're not re- reviewing here because I think I'm the only one who watches it, but it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it's coming to an end here really soon. And then uh, Spy Family, which is really good right now, too. Um, I think the animation in Psycho throws me off. Like that's keeping me back from watching it. Or the, the way it was drawn. Well, that that they're trying to be faithful to the source material because it was all hand drawn by a guy uh who instead of you know he's he's basically a hobbyist like you cardier hartman um but instead of making cards he does web comics and so they're all hand drawn it's the same guy who did one punch man but but uh Mm. he does he has three series that he writes for now so one punch man mob cycle 100 and another one called versus so all very good. The last thing I want to talk about is Jump Festa. So uh, there's uh, here we've got Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, where all the studios come and and announce their big uh, events for the year. Um, Shueisha, which is a publisher that owns Shonen Jump, has Jump Festa, and they it's a two day event where they announce all the big projects they have coming up. Uh, this year they had they released anime trailers for Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Uh, they released another trailer for um, Black Clover movie that's coming up. But the big the big thing that they announced today or yesterday uh, was for Naruto. So they're doing a worldwide popularity poll for all of the characters in Naruto and Boruto. The top ten characters will get a hand drawn. Uh, treatment from the original uh, the original artist Masashi Kishimoto, and then the number one result uh, will get their own manga uh, by Kishimoto. So 
whoever you like from Naruto, I know a lot of us watch Naruto, uh, whoever you like from Naruto, vote for them so that they get that manga treatment. They get their own like spinoff? Yeah. Interesting. It's not going to be, you know, super long, but maybe one or two chapters. Do they have to follow the big hat trend? Because that's what I'm saying about my man in the middle. Well, he has a big hat, but most of them do not have big hats. Yeah. He's. <laughs> I'm just trying to pivot us away from the earlier shame of the man. You can't. You you can't. Like that's the hard part. Like I'm. I'm so embarrassed. Like I'm sitting here trying on, to guys. pivot away, but like I can't do it. Like it's just I have to keep joking. Me, I hear you. Everything it's, we it's say, you're so talking Rob, uncomfortable. Rob like if we're gonna have Rob Liefeld on the show, and we're Dude. thinking he's Rob Schneider all night. <laughs> it's so <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> that like. So what was it like, Rob, when you were uh, you know, my, uh, it's just like my personal, my just my. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable that my personal defense segment. mechanism is I'm to gonna, try uh, and joke about it, and it's like I can't get past it. Like it just. Wait, oh you, you do comics? God. I thought you were a Deuce Bigelow. It, <laughs> it happens. All right. It happens. All right. I, know, I, I, know. I know. That's the end of my bit. And I, I don't know how much more of this I could take. <laughs> we're almost done. I'm just like... Oh, thank you, Sam. I appreciate your... Uh... <laughs> okay, so now we've got first appearances of the week. Great, great anime segment, Sam. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. A lot I better apologize than to you, Sam. It's just hard. It's uh, fun, first appearance yeah. of the week came out of Batman Spawn. We have the first appearance of an alternate universe Talon from the Court of Owls who will have cosmic powers. Oh, A good read if you haven't picked up Batman Spawn. There's like a million covers for him, so I'm sure you can still pick it up. Yeah, Why is everybody chasing the Barnes & Noble one? I don't know. Like, like, he come on, Kyle. Like, what are your Barnes & Noble? I'm like, Why? There's a hundred listings already. They want like the supply. It's already been flooded. Like who cares? I I appreciate you, brother, for, for thinking that you actually thought we had careers as serious journalists. Like, <laughs> you want to know the sad thing? Course, that's yeah, what I got my degree in college. I have a degree in journalism. That's this is all on you now, Pete. This this is why this hurts. Uh uh, first appearance of the week came from Batman Incorporated number three. First for full, I can't talk now. First full appearance of Phantom One, a failed sidekick for Ghostmaker. And then out of Monica Rambo, we have the first appearance of Hinge. So there you go. Those are your first appearances of the week. It was a light week. I'm expecting next week will probably be even lighter. Did you see the Terry Crews but... storm cover? <laughs> We're not going there. I'm just going to ignore that comment. Now we got top five for this week. <laughs> top five. Uh, we did top five. You, you can Christmas rush all you want. It's not going to distance covers. us enough from that. No, I know. Bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. Top five. So our top five this week we did, since we're not going to be here next Saturday, this week we did our top Five Christmas covers. So, my number five is uh, Judge Dredd, and I only picked this one because it's like I want to know that one person that this—that's how they learned that Santa Claus was not real. <laughs> Whoa! Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, that's lies, why I picked this episode this is full of lies and confusion. 
Damn Number real. four, I picked nah. Incredible Hulk 378 because it's. I like that Santa's got the fucking crowbar. He's battling Gray Hulk. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I know who wins. It's fucking Santa. Well, he's a mutant. So. My number three is Spectacular Spider-Man 112 because fucking like Stan is just a badass with a fucking gun and sunglasses. He's like, no one's going to mess and with me. And a cigarette hanging from yeah. his mouth. And a smoke. homage there. Yep. But the kick-ass and take names. My next one is Saturday Night, Dead of the Night because, you know, that's how Santa really feels on Christmas. That's what he <laughs> does. He, that's, he does. Kids don't really get coal. This is what happens to him. Is he ziplining down Christmas lights with his axe? And murdering fools. This is what you need to tell your kid, Matt, as she gets older. This is what happens when you're bad. And this is what Santa does to you. (laughs) And my number one is just this. It's so badass. I know we talked about it last week, but this is just... yeah. And just like we said last week, it's just because, like Matt and I were talking, that's what happens when the first time any kid goes on Santa's lap. That's that's the picture you get. Santa with the glasses. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally my kid three weeks ago seeing Santa. The minute you set her down, that was the exact face she made. Well, I mean, they have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Right. My parents just handed me some strange man in a red suit. And like then as they get older and you explain to them about Santa, it's like you, you take them there and they're basically meeting a supernatural being, right? So <laughs> the pressure's pretty high. And then they find out he doesn't have magic powers. Well, that's later, right? Once they well, find yeah, out. I mean, all this time you put me on that man's lap. I feel like this is going in an uncomfortable situation. So we're going to move on to Sam. (laughs) All right. So every year, Shonen Jump will do um, a Christmas cover with like a collection of the characters. Uh, This one is from 2017. And One Piece always features pretty heavily in these because it's it's become their kind of their flagship uh, property. But the first three here are kind of very heavy One Piece, but uh, they're all pretty fun. So we'll go to the next one. I like this, uh, the tree motif. They're all kind of decorating the tree. I wanted to, to hit this one because it has Haikyuu uh, in the back there, which is a series that I love. <laughs> they putting Funko Pops on their tree. Yeah, basically. Hit hit the next one. Oh, oh shit. Too, far, too, too many. All right. Oh, and then this one, Spanish. this one stood out to me it. because of the, the, uh, the skull and bones um, ornament that he's holding there. He's getting ready to put on the tree. But the last two were a little different, and I thought you guys might like these a little bit better. This is a Dragon Ball Christmas cover. Uh, I think this one is from uh, the the, uh, late 90s. Hmm. Uh, I just love that they have the most absentee father in Dragon Ball as a Santa. <laughs> but why is he absentee? It's because he's delivering presents. Yeah, and presents then, of sweet justice and knuckles to the villains around the universe. No, dude, he just is he's out there looking for a brawl. He's basically uh Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. I thought that was a ball gag. <laughs> and then the last one is a Naruto. I like I like the uh 
early Naruto art style. I think it kind of became a little bit overproduced as it went on, but this is some early Naruto as uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I really like the... I to say, so Naruto ran over Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. So I, I, that's my favorite one. So Grandma died in that song? Yes. Yeah. She got run over by a reindeer. That yeah. happened in real life. I mean, if coming home from our house on Christmas Eve. You could say there's no such thing as Santa. <laughs> Why you got to take it to a weird place, Jedi? But as for me, Steve Englehart, we believe. It's, it's my fault. <laughs> my fault. He's taking it there. I know. Callbacks. I cannot wait to see the comments on this show. Oh, dude, it's gonna, yeah. All right, my number five is Amazing uh, Spider Man 314. I just like the Spider Man getting kicked out of a hotel, and then Santa's uh, basically calling the girl on the ho, ho, ho. Mary Jane's being called a ho right by Santa as, as Spider Man's getting evicted from his apartment. And it's a McFarland cover, so, you know can't go wrong there no sir at least i would know who mcfarland is you can't mistake him for a guy who wrote <laughs> mad tv uh number four the midnight the mm. witching hour i love that cover just the skeletal santa the freaky santa never kill a santa claus this bag full of toys for the kids um number three transformers oh, that's a good one 41 Opt- optimus prime and a christmas Coat with a beard, a fake beard, and a mustache. Can't go wrong there. So was he technically Father Christmas, since this is a UK book? (laughs) Yeah. Got his mask on. Number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, 56. He's going to be 65. Or sorry, 65. Yes, I'm illiterate. Um, (laughs) Love the April with the sack and Michelangelo freaking out. It's very... April at the sack. It's very Christmassy. And then number one, I had to go to the same you list Kyle, just because well. that cover is just... PK, you missed the best part. Awesome. You, you need to rewatch it. Yeah. Less, less. Oh, you think me endorsing elder abuse is the worst part of this show? <laughs> well, yeah, no. Fella, let me clue you in. You gotta rewatch <laughs> we, it. We did elder abuse, man. We already did it. <laughs> yes. We tried convincing a man he was an oh, I'm an accomplice. Man. I'm an accomplice. No, you oh. That's it. <laughs> Do you have a list, Hartman? No, I don't really read comics. What? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I have a drink in my hand. That was not me. <laughs> but I support It'll that hurt too. your soul on the rewatch. Uh, we're gonna get into movie wars now, I guess. <laughs> so last week, I so last you week get- it was uh, Elf versus uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Um, destroyed elf really it was like 78 percent was christmas vacation I, I mean i agree with that call i don't get to vote but i agree with that call i'm just surprised i thought it'd be closer so this week i'm putting christmas vacation oh. up against 
so yeah, we had um, 71 votes. Uh, Christmas Vacation, 77% to Elf's 23%. This week I'm doing a Christmas story versus Christmas Vacation. This is a hard one. I have to go Christmas story, I think. I think I have to, too. Yeah, if you ask me which one I want to sit down and watch right now, even though I've seen it at least a dozen times already this year, I'm still watching Chevy. Well, they don't don't have a 24-hour marathon of Christmas Vacation. They do have 24-hour marathon on multiple channels of Christmas Story. Oh, I think they did the Christmas Vacation. They're doing that now. Like they did Elf twenty four hours like a week or so. Yeah, ago. they did. They are. I think TBS. I want to say TBS is doing it. Yeah, so they, they ain't messing like, around anymore. They're just, they just like they one did twenty four hours of Elf over Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, they ain't messing around. They're just, just keep showing this shit until, well, it's January. I mean, Christmas Story. Oh, TK's like fifty fifty. Jedi is fifty fifty for me too. But I do like I do enjoy Christmas. It is close. Story. I'm still going Chevy. I do like Christmas Story. Don't get me wrong, but kiss my ass, kiss his They're ass, both... kiss your own ass. Happy. My wife both infinitely quotable. Despises a Christmas Story. Your wife despises oh. a Christmas Story. She despises uh... that movie. How can you despise a classic? And I put it on every year because it's on for 24 hours. But I love watching it. The leg lamp. Well, I think that's part of it. I don't watch it until Christmas Eve. Like I, I know it's coming, so I'm like, you know what? We're not watching it now. We'll watch it later. Nope, that's all I do is it comes out of Christmas Eve, and I, I watch it until it pretty much is off. That's yeah. yeah that's our tra- my family's tradition is we put it on, and that's all that's on the TV until from Christmas Eve until it ends on Christmas Day. Who's watching the sequel? I've already watched the sequel. It's garbage. Mm, that's what I heard. Is there a lot of singing in it? I heard there was like not that I recall, but there is a Christmas story musical, but that's yeah. Well, well, there's two sequels to it. There's a a Christmas story two and then a and then a Christmas story Christmas, which was the newest one. The newest one where Ralphie's well my age. Did they get the same voiceover guy? So pretty sure that guy's dead. Well, they could still get him. (laughs) <laughs> so Pete Who's should have dead? this up Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday whenever he remembers yeah I gotta I'll, I'll get it I'll get it it's cool so now we gotta move on to Cartoon Wars <laughs> Cartoon Wars so last week we had Charlie Brown <clears throat> versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, 57 votes Charlie Brown 60% Rudolph 40% so this one was a little bit closer than Movie Wars but Charlie Brown nonetheless came out on top. So this week we're going to do Charlie Brown versus Frosty the Snowman. Ooh. Also, I'm going to put out to you guys. Am I weird? I legit don't like Rudolph. That's like, it's weird, weird to me. Like, I don't get into it. I'm not excited when it comes on. I go, the window. I'm going to go do something else. That's not weird. <laughs> All right. That's what I make sure. I'm, I'm being fair. My, my yeah. wife loves it. My son loves it. Me. You want to know what's you, weird. I love you I don't want to know what's so weird. Hard. I once had Steve Engelhardt on a show, and I called him the best <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so you know, you brought that one like back. Gimsuit? We were we were well on the way into Christmas. We were cruising through. I almost forgot that that happened. I did Forrest too. Gimp, a Christmas movie. 
It is. <laughs> I'm going why did, why is that way. marked to Apple TV Plus? Because uh, it's where the it's they, where you can watch it now. They own that shit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they won't let us watch it on network TV anymore. So there you go. Charlie Brown versus Frosty. Yeah, I, I don't like Rudolph because uh, something that's supposed to bring you joy in elves who give kids toys, he wants to go be the most sinister and evil thing in the world, and that's a dentist. So it's like, yeah, I'm good. I want to be a dentist. Yeah, I want to drill your teeth, little boy. Well, it's not even that. It's the making them all trying to force him to conform because he wants to be different. That part is also a little uncomfortable. There's a lot yeah. of uncomfortableness in Rudolph. Yeah, Santa's also kind of a dick in that show. Right? Yeah, he is. So remember to go vote and hopefully Charlie Brown wins again because fucking Frosty the Snowman. That was actually like on today. Man, Char- yeah. Charlie Happy Brown is a great show. Uh, we usually do the hot chicken <laughs> of the week when it's banned, but I decided to bring it back. So our first picture of the week is it girl. How you doing? How and you always to macho man macho man Marco? That is one is that solid a... <laughs> We're not eating yet. Oh jeez. <laughs> that one is on you. <laughs> When you piss him off with that, that one is on you. <laughs> My next one is Dadam unzips for her festive bodysuit for the latest holiday look. What a where, wonderful where, gift where? to unwrap. As Marco said, I have no words for this salad. Speechless man, Marco. And so, the, so next is our What the Fuck Stories... <laughs> <laughs> of the week. The first one is this is the man with the largest penis and it's still growing. Falcon Johnson measures a whopping 13.5 inches long and 8 inches wide while erect. 8 you inches wide? <laughs> Wait. There's no hiding that. What? Wide? There's wide. No- what does that, that mean? He needs to get that checked. You sure that's not the circumference? You're talking circumference? Leg? Yeah, because you're doing diameter. Like, that's your <laughs> leg. That's your freaking leg. So He could have taken a picture with his pants on. So don't just, just Kyle was like, so. How big it was. So it says, that's what it says on the article. It says, he said, I was already over four inches flaccid when I was 10. And I had the other. Once again. <laughs> He's walking he around like it's a shit. measures a whopping 13.5 like, oh inches long tumor? and 8 inches wide when erect. Yeah, it has to be circumference. You call down the thunder. You got it. <laughs> Man. So, and it says he got stopped. <laughs> Marco knows it's in good fun. Does he? Uh, <laughs> he <better> <laughs> Falcon claims he was recently stopped by the LAX airport security for a giant unexplained bulge in his pants caught by the scanner. Been told you're trying to smuggle sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Eight inches. You sure you got your information correct? It's eight inches. Here, 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 here. It's like a small. Please baby. don't show us a picture. We don't need a picture. No, I don't need to see a picture. Yeah, no, that'll get us. Demo- that'll definitely get us a strike. No, no, no. I'm just showing you. 
I'm just no, saying, eight inches is like one of those balonies hanging in the goddamn market. It's not added to the stream, so. That's okay. That's all right. We can just use our imaginations. Let's just move on. Draw it for us. Up Draw next, it. Stephen Hibbert joins us. <laughs> oh, man. I just want right to climb. Look. Right here. Okay. Made me think of the... Uh... Says it right here on the New York Post. It's gotta be true. (laughs) What was that? uh, Horse ranch. And then our next hungry man, Marco. (laughs) And our next article is: Man gets dumping rope, jump rope stuck in his bladder after shoving it into his pee hole. Wait. So. What? A 79-year-old Japanese man managed to get a 90-inch jump rope stuck in his bladder after allegedly shoving the rope into his penis. Doctors wrote in September's study published in the urology case report that the unidentified man inserted the rope through his urethra. However, the handleless rope became tangled and stuck in the man's bladder. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Started as an experiment. Became a habit. The, the, so they had I to extract to go it with, with surgery. They did that with magnets, too, back in the day. Little tiny ball magnets. It's a one in a million shot, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long he waited to actually go into the hospital, because you know he felt I can like get this out. Because <laughs> you know what he Man, felt like? He felt like how we did when we tried to do our interview. He wanted to exercise without actually jumping. Does this count? Duck it up his. But why? When did he realize it was a bad idea? All I'm saying is if I'm going to shove a jump rope somewhere, that's not my first choice. (laughs) Or third, or ninth. Or third, yeah. Or 50th. Better than a jar. That's well down the list. It's better than a jar. So, <laughs> Cartman or Hartman? Hey. <laughs> oh man! So, two weeks ago we had our our uh, Founders Day tournament, which is kind of our big event of the year, and we actually had a professional dodgeballer show up, and our smallest guy ended up in the championship against him because he was hard to uh, hit. Small target. Yeah. And this is just kind of a, a recap of it. This is the <coughs> uh, he missed. So our little guy comes back, misses, and boom, it's over two to four. So loser. Prize money went to Cameron Parkey of the US National Dodgeball team. Um, well deserved. We did we did keep him off the Winner's circle in the 3v3 tournament, though. So I'm pretty proud of our team for doing that. But that was a first um, prospect, wasn't he? It was a. Did, did he get to pick his match. own team or did you stick him with the two worst guys out Everyone there? picked their own team. Everyone picked their own team. 
So he was he was brought in as a ringer by one of our guys who's not uh, who wasn't thinking that our own guys would get him anywhere. Oh, so he I brought in you. a couple of ringers, and we managed to keep them off the uh, the podium in in the three v three. But in the one v ones where there wasn't any dead weight dragging him down, he he cleaned up. <laughs> so he's actually very good, even in even in the close quarters, he did very well. But proud of our guy for scoring the first two points on him. So it's good. So he made him sweat a little bit then. Yeah. Cool. Just a reminder, we are still trying to go to Italy. So if you guys have uh, any interest, you can buy a t-shirt. We would really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if anybody is even left in chat, I don't know if anybody's even left, but uh, it doesn't matter. Sam, send me the link. I'll put it in the link on the video. So this way, they can check it out. If anybody on the rewatch, they can go and click the link yeah. <laughs> after the fact. Sounds good. Nobody's getting it. past the first hour and a half of the show <laughs> and the rewatch anyway. So yeah, you're all good. Maybe not, but the link will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. Don't assess it. It's over. It's it, so happened. it happened. It happened. It happened. That's the problem. It happened. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> it happened. We powered through. We moved on. It we did. I, everyone, I just want to, especially to Steve Englehart, I just want oh, to. Oh, I hope he's not watching. What's the over under that this gets talked about? Yeah, on he, like he looks Tom like a YouTube consumer. <laughs> yeah, you can talk about a topic, topic, topic. Yeah, like, probably leaving <laughs> comments. And... Sincerest apologies. And uh, yeah, this sounds like a great time to end the show. <laughs> I, think, I heard that Sam's performance review is the first one up tonight after the show is over. So. But it but it says it takes heart to power on through that embarrassing I, mistake. I did. Uh, being yes, he did. I did tell the booker that we will not be needing his services for the show anymore. You are fired. <laughs> but we might. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so. you can't. Um... I'm telling like I'm intent. Like a 2023 resolution is I do want Engelhart back on here. And I want to. Yes. Right. We I have, have we have to we have to make that right. Do we? we got I will try. I will be sure not to show my face in that interview. I'll tell you that. I think if we just like if you have his contact information, Sam, if you just explain to him and apologize what happened in that we we do know his body of work and would love to talk to him about that. I think he would come back. Yeah, I, I think and, it's legit Hoosier, if you just explain it. Like, look, we best. thought we were getting somebody else. Everybody yeah, prepared we, for somebody yeah. else. So then once we found out who you actually were, because, again, I'm sure he's not expecting, oh, you know my face. Like, I don't recognize artists' faces. You, I, you need to tell your handler, the guy who gets the interviews, who I was. to explain it. He yeah. did. Yeah, I, I told him to do that. Yeah. What did you I say? Think just fine, make sure but... you use his name, Engelhart. I'm so sorry, guys. Mr. Hibbert. And whenever we do this, I do I do want to come back for that because I do like Steve Engel. <laughs> now that I know who that guy was. Pete, I'm so sorry. I deprived you of a Christmas miracle and it's you gave I'm like the anti-Santa Claus. I'm 
Well, I had no idea there was anybody going to be here anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I was going to come do a giveaway and go watch Black Adam. That was my plan for the night. (laughs) Good night, everybody. I'm going to go. I don't think I can show my face around here. It's not telling him he wasn't wanted because he was definitely wanted. But how do you salvage that? Like, I literally turned my camera off because I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And I was like, how do I salvage this? Yes, <laughs> and it, yes was, we did. There was no salvage. It, it's this right here. That That's that's it we right there. We should have played that song. Yes. But right. it's... Like I said, if we... I think you have to apologize and explain to him and what happened. Spinning like we'll be back in this brief moment. Shit happens. I mean, it. I, I mean, if by chance he's still, it wasn't meant to be insulting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm we were given bad information. We do. Yeah, because we back, we, to... we talked to Scott Lobdell. We, you know, you can go back and watch the interview. We. We are usually prepared, but when we're given bad information from the guy who booked you, that's not on us. Yeah. To be fair, we tried to wing that. It would have went worse. So I'm glad he at least said, all right, (laughs) I'm out of here, guys. I mean, I don't think it could have gotten worse. It should have been one of us that said, well, it looks like we got some bad information. We'll let you go and, you know. Regroup. Hurry up! Come on, hurry up! Get your glasses. So next time, Sam, we almost put the wrong guy's face on on the thumbnail. Yeah, and so Hartman, who right? That would have been a real clue. We'd be like, wait, Hartman could have saved us as he quickly Googled it and put it in the private chat. Came back with a burner question of, "So you're from Indianapolis?" So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like like that was not enough. Waiting in an elevator with him to get off on the floor, like so. uh, Yes, it will be legendary. I'm glad that we gave we could give you all great entertainment you guys, on Wednesday. You're not gonna have to de- I'm gonna have to listen to it tomorrow. I'm gonna oh, have to Kyle going, will too. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Knight. I don't go to cons. I didn't recognize his face. I don't know my face. I know listen, names. Astro, for me, face. laughter is a girl. it's a defense mechanism. And when I'm uncomfortable. That's what happens. So mm-hmm. it's we really didn't mean for him to be. He w- yeah. yeah. It's it's all good, Sam. It's all right. Amazing. Let's end the live stream so I can take my take my oh, lickings. Gonna ah, <laughs> no one's licking you. You're not getting rewarded for that. <laughs> all right. Well, Sam returns with a cast on his. Own. I guess. Um. I hope everyone has a good Christmas. Or a happy holiday if you sell whatever you celebrate. Um, and we may or may not be back in two weeks. We'll see you guys then, I guess.